The longest psalm in the Bible is Psalm 119. It has been called the psalm of the scriptures because it concentrates on one thing, the amazing sufficiency of God's word for our lives. Open to Psalm 119 today and open your heart to the Lord as we join Scott Pauley in this study. It is our prayer that through God's truth, you will find all you need. Do you really believe that your life is in God's hands? Now ponder that just a moment. We, we say that. Uh, we even quote our Lord's words in the gospel records where we're in Christ's hands and he's in the Father ha- Father's hands and no man's able to pluck us out of the Father's hands and we say our amen to that. But then we live like our lives are in our own hands. We even sometimes use that expression, I, I took my life in my own hands, <laughs> like in peril, you know. Uh, I, I'm in control. Uh, or we think sometimes that our lives are subject to the whims of others. Or we think that we are cast upon circumstance. Uh, I, even people use terms like, I was lucky today. Uh, or something by chance happened to me. Or by coincidence. Wait a minute. Do you really believe your life is in God's hands? We've come in our study of Psalm 119 to a, a fascinating section, really. It is Psalm 119, beginning in verse 73, down to verse 80. And listen how the section begins. Thy hands have made me and fashioned me. The whole section begins with God's hands. Think of the hands of God. Uh, Ponder back to creation just a moment. How did God create the world? Uh, God created the world simply by his word. By the word of his power, he spoke. He said light. There was light. It was very good. He spoke the whole world into existence. But there was one thing that God made and fashioned with his hands. It was man out of the dust of the ground and woman out of the rib from man's side. That's beautiful. I think from the very beginning, God is giving us a picture that he intended that our lives would be in his hands. Now, obviously, he does have the whole world in his hands. He sustains it all by the word of his power. But in a very personal, intimate way, he selected man as the prize of creation to have fellowship with him to be near to him, and yes, to live our entire life, both for time and eternity, in his hands. Uh, Job wrote about this. Job chapter 10, verse 8 and 9 says, Thy hands have made me and fashioned me together round about, yet thou dost destroy me. Remember, I beseech thee, that thou hast made me as the clay, and wilt thou bring me into dust again. What's he doing? He's hearkening back to the most basic truth, and that is man's life is in God's hands. That was true in creation. That's true in him sustaining our existence. And if you're a believer, it is certainly true. Your life is in his hands. So keep reading our text, Psalm 119. He goes on, Thy hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. They that fear thee will be glad when they see me because I've hoped in thy word. That's interesting, isn't it? In a world of fear, people are looking for somebody that has hope. Verse 75, I know, O Lord, that thy judgments are right and that thou in faithfulness hast afflicted me. It's really interesting in this section, like in all these sections, how he returns again and again to the attributes of God. In affliction, go back to the attributes of God. Remember who he is. That's where your comfort's going to come. God's righteousness, God's faithfulness, God's kindness, God's trustworthiness. Go back to what you know for sure. And then he begins a most interesting section, Psalm 119 from verse 76 down to verse 80. 
There are five verses here that all begin with the same word. Listen for the word. Verse 76, Let, I pray thee, thy merciful kindness be for my comfort, according to thy word and to thy servant. Let thy tender mercies come unto me, that I may live, for thy law is my delight. Let the proud be ashamed, for they dealt perversely with me without a cause, but I will meditate in thy precepts. Let those that fear thee turn unto me, and those that have known thy testimonies. Let my heart be sound in thy statutes, that I be not ashamed. Do you hear the operative word here? What is it? It is the word let. The emphasis of the whole section, Psalm 119, 73 through 80, is on the fact that even in the midst of affliction and conflict, I'm in God's hands. You're in God's hands. And by the way, you can trust that if your life is in God's hand, the only thing that's going to get to you is whatever he lets come into your life. That's the key word here, the word let. There are five requests. They all start the same way. They all start with the word let. Why? Because every trial, God is the one who lets it come. So if you're dealing with some struggle, some stress, some strain today, for some reason, God has allowed it in your life. Uh, rest in this truth. The Bible says that God will not allow more to come on you than what you're able to bear. And with that temptation, he's also going to make a way of escape that you'll be able to bear it. Now look, the Lord has let that come for some reason. So instead of fighting against it, don't fight against God and the good providence of God. Say, Lord, you chose this for me. And so I'm going to rest in the fact that I'm in your hands and you let this come. But wait a minute. If it's true that God is the one who lets the trial come, then it is also true that any resource we need to get through that trial, the Lord is going to have to be the one who lets us have that. He's going to be the one who not only allows the trial, but also the resource to meet the trial. Oh, this is beautiful. Every trial and every help comes from the same place. It comes from God's hand into my life. Oh, this is a glorious truth. All of my life, the negative, the positive, the good, the bad, the ugly, the things that I enjoy and the things I would never choose for myself, all of it is in God's mighty hand, his providential hand, his powerful hand, uh, his, his loving hand. I am not a prisoner to circumstance. I am not bound by my situation. I am not in my own hands, praise God, and I'm not in the hands of another. And if I'm a Christian, I'm not in the devil's hand any longer. I'm in the nail-pierced hands of Jesus Christ. That's a very good place to be. And so I want to encourage you today, instead of fixating on the trial, uh, instead of fixating on the affliction and the difficulty, concentrate on who God is. Go back to God. Go back to the beginning and see your life in his tender care and keeping. Now, if you're not a Christian, I want you to know uh, you, you are not in God's hand as far as being one of his children, and that's where you need to be. If you're not certain that you have a personal relationship with God through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to challenge you today uh, to say to the Lord, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Call on him now in faith. Just tell him, I can't save myself, but I believe Jesus can and will save me. Call on the one who died for you, was buried, and rose from the dead. Place your life in his hand. And if you are a Christian, if you know you've trusted Christ as your Savior, then remember this. On the day you came to know Christ, 
You were placed in the hand of the Lord Jesus. You now belong to him. And friend, he doesn't lose any that belong to him. Read through what Jesus prayed for his disciples in John 17 and for us in John 17. He's not going to lose one of his children, not one of them. And that means you're in good hands. Uh, The insurance company Allstate says you're in good hands with Allstate. Oh, no, friend, you're in good hands with Jesus. Remember this today. Whatever comes into your life, the Lord is the one who lets that come. His hands that made you and fashioned you are also the hands that are caring for you and keeping you. Trust your life and all the circumstances of it today into the good hands of God. My life in God's hands. All you need is found in the Word of God. As you learn it and apply it, you will come to know the God of the Word more and more. Our prayer today is that you will grow in your understanding of Scripture and your love for the one who gave it. You may find additional resources for Bible study at our online home. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org today. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for your prayers, support, and thanks for sharing the Enjoying the Journey studies with others. Thank you.